Hello and welcome back to the Science Behind That podcast. I am your host, Atticus Hamilton. And for all of you new listeners out there, the Science Behind That is a show where we take a deep dive into the obscure science of everyday life, into the science of everything from physics to engineering, and biology to zoology, and psychology to anatomy, we take a deep dive. So without further ado, welcome to today's episode of the Science Behind That podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 8 of the Science Behind That podcast. I hope all of you are having a good morning. I know I'm having a good morning. It's really snowy here, which is cool. I love the snow. So, you know, let's, without further ado, I guess, let's jump right into today's episode. Grab your morning cup of coffee or tea and uh, let's get on with it. So, Today we are going to be talking about what the biology is behind a hangover. And um, so I'm sure most, if not all of you listening, have experienced a hangover at one point or another in, in your lives. I personally have never experienced a hangover, um, but I have heard from my friends who have that uh, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a fun thing. And so we're going to be talking about what causes a hangover, why do we get them, and uh, we'll, we'll dive right into that. So first off, I think it's important for me to say that um, everything we're going to be talking about on today's episode is still under debate. And the reason for this is that within the medical field, there's still a lot of discussion as to what the mechanisms are of hangovers and, you know, why some people experience them and others don't, why some people experience them to a much more painful degree than others, um... And so there's a lot of debate about that. So I just want to put that out there. Additionally, um, a lot of uh, my statistical data for this came from a research paper that was published in Scientific American. Um, So if you just Google why we get a hangover, I think it should come up. Um, But I just want to throw that out there. So... First off, roughly 75% of individuals who um, become intoxicated will experience a hangover. Roughly 75%. Um, And then, of course, that can be broken down into severity, right? So 33% of that 75 will experience a really severe hangover, and then the rest will just be a... um, uh, not as severe. And so I think the first thing we'll just jump right into is, um, a theory behind where some symptoms may come from. So as some of you may know, um, or as all of you probably know, the liver breaks down, 
um, alcohol. But something that is a little um, less frequently discussed is how exactly does the liver break down um, alcohol. And so there's, there's, we could, oh my gosh, we could have an entire episode on how hepatocytes, liver cells break down alcohol. Um, but I'll spare you the, the really nitty gritty medical details. And we'll just simmer it down to a chemical called acetylaldehyde is produced. Um, and acetylaldehyde breaks down alcohol. So, well, acetylaldehyde is a product of um, alcohol metabolism. And while it's a product, or because it's a product of um, alcohol metabolism, it, it can be concentrated in the blood, right? Because the kidneys filter out the blood. Um, and the kidneys remove toxins from our blood, including alcohol. And acetylaldehyde is a byproduct of alcohol reductase in the liver. And so when you drink to intoxication, um, acetylaldehyde will, um, uh, stack up in terms of concentration. The concentration will dramatically increase within the blood and, uh, various effects will be seen um and it's actually apparently been discovered that acetylaldehyde is a major contributor to hangover symptoms um such as increasing the frequency and severity of a hangover um and uh the the pain associated with it so that's one idea, and um, doctors these days are thinking it's probably a conglomerate of multiple things. Um, another thing that this team of researchers found was that hangovers may be an early sign of alcohol addiction, because the theory is that a hangover is essentially an early sign of alcohol withdrawal however that's not as you know that's not as um it's not confirmed so there's there's still fuzziness uh about that so um additionally um alcohol or high alcohol concentrations increases what's called antidiuretic hormone uh, or sorry, inhibits antidiuretic hormone. And um, antidiuretic hom- hormone, as the name implies, anti, against. Diuretic is a dehydrating substance, so an anti-dehydration substance. So an anti-di- antidiuretic hormone is a hormone that prevents water loss. Um, and alcohol inhibits that, which is why commonly um you see people uh urinating in higher frequency um vomiting in higher frequency and just being universally dehydrated and that actually brings up an interesting point right one of the theories for why people have a headache after a bad hangover 
is because of the inhibition of antidiuretic hormone during the period of time of which they were intoxicated, it results in severe dehydration. And one of the symptoms of dehydration is a very, very painful headache. The other big thing that may exacerbate uh, a hangover, and there is some interesting biology behind this, is um, drinking alcohol in tangent with or in tandem with uh, other drugs such as nicotine, weed, um, you know, acid. These other drugs will react either antagonistically or synergistically with alcohol, um, especially nicotine. So this is something that a lot of people don't think of, but nicotine and alcohol are synergists for addiction of both compounds. So uh, recent studies have found that individuals who frequently drink, al- drink various alcohols and smoke at the same time often uh, report higher degrees of withdrawal symptoms and uh, addiction or addictive tendencies to both um, smoking then and alcohol. And that's because they react synergistically with each other to produce um, uh, addictive tendencies. So this is... um, This, this is kind of a uh, short episode, I know that, because, again, it's there's not a lot of concrete information about why we experience um, hangovers, and more so, there's not a lot of concrete information on why, um, from a pathological perspective and an anatomical perspective, why we experience hangovers but basically it sum, sum, simmers down to three things number one alcohol is a inhibitory antidiuretic drug and uh, as a result of that individuals who are intoxicated result excessive sweating urination amnesis etc and researchers believe some believe anyway that a large contributing factor to the symptoms of alcohol withdrawal afterwards is the dehydration that results because when you're drinking you know i don't know wine coolers that's what people in my university do (laughs) when you're drinking wine coolers back to back you're not when you're drinking wine coolers back to back, you're not consciously thinking, "Oh, hold on, let me uh, let me grab a bottle of water to make sure I stay hydrated." Um, and so uh, that results in a higher likelihood that um, individuals will experience severe dehydration in the morning, contributing to a host of things pain behind the eyes, headache, etc. Then, of course, the second idea was, or a second theory, I guess it's a hypothesis. The second hypothesis was that 
hangovers may be a sign of early alcohol addiction which personally i don't know if i agree with that and i'll tell you why i don't know if i agree with that because 75 percent of individuals experience hangovers but 75 percent of individuals who drink alcohol are not alcoholics you see what i'm saying here so because presumably if hangovers were an indicator or a or early warning sign of alcohol addiction alcohol withdrawal then wouldn't you expect that the number of alcoholics out of a lar- out of the total number of people who drink alcohol to be closer to 75 percent i don't know it just seems kind of weird that it's not um and then of course finally the last one is that the metabolism process of um, alcohol reduction results in the creation of various compounds such as acetylaldehyde that have numerous pathological effects on the body um, including uh, again antidiuretic properties causing pain behind the eyes etc muscle pain so those are the three I guess um, medical theories behind what causes hangovers Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little shorter. Um, I know it was a little shorter. Um, But it was fun for me to do. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any more questions afterwards or if you guys are wondering if, you know, your own hangover, you know, remedy works, you can always email me at thescienceBT at gmail.com. And... Uh, Thank you guys very much for listening. So have a great Monday morning, everybody. And remember, stand up and question everything.